She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. And we have a special guest in us, with us yes, today. Yes, we do. Good morning, Dennis McCandless. Hi, Matt. How are you? Man, we are doing good. we got a great program lined up for you. Dennis is running for school board for the Fredericksburg Independent School District. And uh, I guess uh, it's not, they don't call it the school board. What do they call it? It's some fancy name. Well, board board uh, of trustees. Trustees. That just sounds affectionately so- known as the school board, right? That's yes, exactly. Right. exactly. So, uh, but we're going to spend the uh, most of today's program talking with Dennis. But we've got some things on the calendar that are very, very important. This one's a real big deal. The uh, meeting of Moms for Liberty in the Gillespie chapter, uh, Gillespie County chapter, is going to be having their meeting this evening starting at 5.30. I think that's the meet and greet that is starting at 5.30. Is that right, Dennis? That's correct. So they're going to have a meet and greet uh, starting at 5.30 for Dennis. I think the meeting starts at 6 and goes to eight. You can uh, you can find more details about it at momsforliberty.org. Um, you can uh, find the Gillespie County chapter um, on their maps, and all the details are there, and especially if you want to sign up for their newsletters or anything uh, like that. But uh, tonight's guests are going to be a local, and I know I'm going to get this completely wrong, psychologist, psychiatrist, and there is a big difference, and I know it. He's a, I think he he's a is, psychologist. He now. is a licensed, licensed. A psychologist. Yep. I got it up. Uh, Dr. Dan O'Loughlin, a licensed a psychologist, along with Monica Klein from It Takes a Family. And if you've been around the last couple of years, Monica Klein um, has moved into Fredericksburg and has an amazing story of her own, um, starting with her work uh, uh, with Planned Parenthood. She's one of those who came out of Planned Parenthood and is now on fire, not only for the Lord, but for goodness, for to trying to save kids. Yes. And so um, tonight, the uh, Moms for Liberty meeting is going to is called Mental Health 101. And it says we're going to be discussing the 10 sexually explicit books voted back into the high school and the middle school. And uh, the biggest question that we all have is how are these books uh, affecting the mental health of your children, right? Uh, it's uh, It has to be doing something. Yes. I mean, it, it's not like it's, it, it, it's got to it be doing something. Hey, Matt, it affects me when I read it. So <laughs> I know it's affecting our kids. And by the way, we've got, um, we've got people coming from, uh, to Fredericksburg from all over the Hill Country. I know people are coming from Mason County even. Mm -hmm. Um, They are shocked to find out that some of these books are available in their school libraries. Right. Um, I'm sure we'll have people here from Kerr County. So welcome to all those people coming to Fredericksburg. Absolutely. And I believe in Kerr County, and someone can text me, Jacqueline, I've been frantically looking for the email or the text I believe that there is something going on in Kerrville tonight with Turning Point 
USA Faith, and I am my apologies. So those of you in Kerrville, my regular listeners, actually, they may all be down in... Do you have something? Yeah, I got it, Matt. Here we go. All right. Okay. Uh, 6 p.m. tonight at Faith Christian Church. Um, three of the conservative candidates are going to be there. Four. All right. Yay. Good deal for city council in Kerrville. We, we've got I'm city and, and I'm assuming school board. school board also. Yeah, there are two, two, um, two city councils yep. and a school board yes. is what I believe that was going by memory. So that's tonight in Kerrville. And, of course, going on right now, if you want to support spiritually those in Kerrville, are, I believe, at the county commissioner's meeting uh, discussing voting machines right now. And I uh, know a lot of uh, folks I know were planning on being over there this morning, some of our regular listeners who will be tuned in to the county commissioner's meeting instead of this program today, but that's fine. They're over there fighting the good fight Thursday night, Angela. Let's get to Thursday night. What's going on Thursday night? Well, Matt, this is what is this is our uh, the Fredericksburg Tea Party's second Thursday of the month meeting. But I just want to tell all our listeners, this is going to be more like an event. Um, Terry Schilling with the American Principles Project will be in Texas, and I say in Texas because he is flying into San Antonio from uh, Virginia. Uh, he is known in the conservative circles here in texas very very well but if you don't know him um i'd be surprised because he's on fox news he's he's in with tucker quite a bit he's been very very active lately um talking about the transgenderism that's going on in our sports um that's been a hot topic and he was at cpac with riley Gaines uh, talking about that so um the American Principles Project is all about the family and believing that the family is the most important institution in America. Um, he also thinks that when we're organized as families, we are a special interest group, similar to um, all the other special interest groups out there. When we come together as family, we can push pro-family issues through elections. And that would that would say specifically through school board elections. So if you're interested in pro-family issues, you are concerned about what your kids or grandkids or what you are paying for as taxpayers um, is and what's happening in our school systems. This Terry is going to really lay out a lot of um, a lot of information that I think will help you as you go into this election cycle. You know, we talk about, we use a statement, uh, uh, big pharma, big industry, big tech. Yep. And uh, Terry Schilling says we need to have big family. Right. I mean, come on. It's got to be a bigger organization. I mean, let's think of the teachers union. Only teachers are in it, right? That's um, right. And, and the, the coal miners union. Uh, only coal miners are in it, right? So, but it, what if we had a parents union or a family union? That that's pretty much can't we right. say that's almost everybody in the country right yes exactly I, mean, I i'm i don't have i didn't have any children but i am a child of someone so i'm still in the child of god that's right and so big family is his thing and yep. man we could use we could use a force of big family yes. the same way we use the force of big pharma uh big tech all the other big things we have it's time for big family that's right 
And that's right. so that's what Terry Schilling's all about. Yep. And that's going to be Thursday night. We always have a great meal. The meeting starts at 630. Um, and uh, we have always an excellent meal. Uh, we do start right on time, and we are a respecter of your schedules and uh, respect ours. So we begin at 6.30, and we shut her down at 8. Um, stick around and visit with, I think it's very rarely that I get out of there uh, before 9. So there's always people sticking around visiting. Um, come early, stay late. Um, you're going to have an opportunity to meet, um, I know, Dennis. Are you gonna, you're going to be there, right, Dennis? Yes, yep. Dennis will be, be there. there have yard signs or whatever yep. you need um all, and so, yeah. all everything you need and i imagine that dennis is also going to be there early so we'll uh if he's not he better be now because uh i just put him on the spot <laughs> let me add one thing matt child, child care is provided i know Gail, k through fifth grade gail yep. saw that in the email and she goes child care we should go borrow some kids <laughs> Well, so. <laughs> we want families to come out, and we don't want that to be, you know, a hindrance for you on a Thursday night. So if you've got kids K through 5th, um, we'll have fun and games for them. And then, you know, bring your older bring your older kids. This is definitely um, a family-friendly event. Absolutely. All right, folks, uh, we need to take a short break. And uh, when we get back, um, we're going to get on with uh, Mr. Dennis McCandless. Uh, candidate for uh, school board of trustees in Fredericksburg Independent School District. We've had two people step down from their seats. There's four people running for those two seats. Um, and so this is a very, very important decision for you to make. So you need to tune in, call the neighbors, wake the kids. Um, let's give you some words of wisdom Um from Ben Franklin, this is from Poor Richard's Almanac, and the year on this one is 1733. Oh, this was his uh, first uh, year. Um, and after all the rain we've had, and the uh, I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for all the, uh, the, the dreary weather we had. Very grateful for it. But uh, Ben Franklin said, after three days, men grow weary of a wench, a guest, and weather rainy. After three days, men grow weary of a wench, a guest, and rainy weather. We just love old Ben, don't we? Yeah, and I, you know, isn't that the wench, isn't that the thing on the front of your Jeep that you, that pulls you out? I don't think that was Ben's wench. That was not his wench? Okay. All right. Y'all stay tuned. Uh, We will be right back. 100% text on July 5th. He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Um, thank you so much for sticking around. We have Dennis McCandless in the house with us, deep down in the bunker. Um, the uh, apologize, Dennis. The um, elevator was not working today, and you had to make your way down right. uh, the slick. I needed the exercise. Yeah, there you go. So, um, but Dennis is running for school board in Fredericksburg Independent School District. He has a website that is Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S. Correct. 4FISD.com. 4, F-O-R. 
FISD. Or the number four. Or the number four. This guy is sparing no expenses. He bought both of them. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Dennis, um, the first question I always ask um, candidates uh, when they come in, the very, very sure. first question is, if you thought, um, now I know this seat is um, actually being vacated, but if you thought they were doing a good job, um, and when you decided to run, you didn't know that seat was going to be vacated, did you? No, I mean, there are three incumbents that are up. Um, uh -huh. One is rerunning, Brian Laney, but two are not. And um, there's five total candidates, so four candidates for, I look at it as, as two seats. But, no, I did not know the, the other incumbents would not be running. So when so you decided to run, and you, that, to me, if if you think everybody's everything's going fine in an office... Why in the world would you run, right? And so obviously you're not happy with the current, at least one of the, at least current school board members. So tell us why you're not happy with current school board members. Well, I, I think I think as community members we need to do a better job of supporting our parents through transparency, but we also need to protect these kids. When I say that, I, t I talk about, you know, from physical, from mental, emotional harm. And I see what's going on in the schools across the country, and I think we need to do a better job. Um, not only transparency for parents but also for taxpayers absolutely we um dennis how, how long have you guys lived in the hill country we've been here since the middle of 20 um i've owned property since 14 we own 20 acres just north of stonewall uh we built a, a weekend guest house in 16 um we lived in bernie i've been in texas since 1985 over 38 years over two-thirds of my life um but we moved here full-time during all the COVID nonsense and um, decided to make this our forever home. So we're super happy to be here. And um, Angela, I know Angela will like this. Um, Dennis went to uh, that that uh, thumbs-up school, What the one we make all the jokes about, That's Texas A&M. That's right. Is that, you know, I know there's like a, a secret handshake or a noise. What yeah, is we, it? We already, we already did the fist pump. So we're yeah. Oh, you already did the, and the, the howdy? Okay, we're okay. Yeah. So you have a degree and you have a master's in uh, an MBA, which yep. is, which is I think, really good for as far as a school administrator. Sure. That's some... Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I got my uh, undergraduate in, um, from Texas A&M in petroleum engineering, and then I spent the next 33 years in counting in the oil and gas uh, business across the state. Um, along the way, I went to night school, got my MBA from the University of Houston. Um, but, you know, when I got out of school, I started off as a systems engineer in the field out of Corpus Christi, sort of worked my way through the ranks. Um, I've been a partner in a private equity firm on the finance side. I was with them for 13 years um, out of San Antonio, and um, I've been the CEO of three companies. I'm the CEO of a company in San Antonio right now. It's a startup. But... Um, yeah, I, I uh, have a lot of years in, in the oil and gas business, um, but also in leading people. I don't come from an education background. I come from a corporate background. And I, I look at that as a, hopefully as a, a view from a, a different angle and, and bring solutions that can help solve some of these problems. What do you think right now is our, our biggest issues at uh, the Fredericksburg Independent School District? Well, I think part of it is we need to get back to the, the purpose of the education system, the K-12 through education system. We need to get back to a knowledge-based, traditional academic curriculum. Uh, we seem to have veered away from that. Now we're doing, you know, evaluations and surveys on kids. I've talked to teachers through block walking and meet and greets that tell me I can't uh, teach the subjects that I was um, paid to teach mm. because I'm doing too many surveys and evaluations on these kids. 
They're also telling me I have ninth graders that can't read. And I, I look at that and I go, that's just, that's just a failure of the system. We need to do a much better job. If a ninth grader can't read, you've got, there's something happening. And, and you can't blame it on statewide or some kind of national average. If a ninth grader in Fredericksburg can't read, that's on the Fredericksburg Independent School District 100%. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of them moved here with the inability to read. It's a possibility. But we need to do a better job as teachers to look at those children and go, how do we make this right? I mean, if we're continuing to push them up the ladder to the next grade level, you know, we're not doing the child any good. We're not doing the community any good. And we're not doing society any good. Um, people who graduate from high school who cannot read is a failure. Plain and simple. You know, I want to be careful. I am a recovering teacher. I taught middle school, uh, math and science, and I've got the big old fat bald spot on my head to prove it. That's where all my <laughs> hair went was when I was teaching middle school. It all just fell out. There is in no way are any of us here attacking teachers when no, we say it's a failure of the system. I know this is not an attack on teachers. No, I have the utmost respect for teachers. I mean, you know, the teachers in Fredericksburg ISD um, are paid below state average. They're incredibly dedicated. I think they love kids. They care about kids. But to me, it's the system that has failed. It's not the teachers. We need to We need to do a better job of supporting our teachers. One of the things that, that I would like to look at, look, I mean, Education is a business, and we have revenues that come in through state um, or uh, property taxes, but we have costs that go out, and one of those costs is teacher salaries, and these teachers are paid below state average. We need to do a better job raising that pay, regardless of Robin Hood. We need to make the best use of the dollars that we have available to us and make decisions around what's providing the maximum benefit for the education of the child, and to me, that starts with paying our teachers so they can afford to live here in a town that's expensive to live um, and also be able to retain these teachers. We have teachers that are really, really good in the school district, but I feel for them. I think they need to be paid more so they can live here, but also the teachers that are looking at this district as a job opportunity, we need to be able to attract them. And, and part of that comes with, with getting a pay that's at least state average, if not a little bit better. We are a quality school. We're a quality neighborhood and a quality community, and we need to make that evident through what we're paying our teachers. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that... Um when you talk about how great the teachers are in Fredericksburg, you are spot on. I mean, I have a 27-year-old now, um, but when he was at um, FISD Elementary, he just had excellent teachers. They loved the kids, and they were doing their best. It is my firm opinion that the teachers are doing the job yes. and are doing what they're doing the best with what they are given. Right. Um, and whether that's the curriculum whether that is um, resources, that sort of thing. They're just doing the best they can. When you, I think when you are, I'm going to say that I think that when you're talking about the system, we're talking about upper management, Yeah, I'm basically. talking about the things that are coming out of TEA, yes. um, uh, the, the State Board of Education. Some of those things, I think, take away from the teacher's ability to teach, um, and we need to take a hard look at, you know, are those benefiting the education of the child? At the end of a K through 12 education, kids need to be structured educationally to have other opportunities in life, whatever those are. And if we're not reaching that goal, then we're we're not doing our job. Right, right. So um, we need to take a short break, and uh, we're going to stick around. And when we get back, we'll uh, ask more important questions from Dennis McCandless. You can go to his website, Dennis F O R Dennis D E N N I S F O R. F-I-S-D and see his uh, 
a picture of his beautiful wife, Edith. And what are those two things on your lap? <laughs> those are multi-poos. They're, no, wait a minute. Say that again. Multi-poos. Maltese and poodle. Multi-poos. Yep. All right. That's... Uh, <laughs> They look. Pr- are they good guard dogs? Would they? Yeah. Not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, they look. They look like they're a whole lot of fun. Oh, Folks, they're awesome dogs. Go to Dennis for fisd dot com, and we're going to be back. Y'all stay tuned. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Hill Country Patriot radio station on your FM dial 104.3 and 102.1. If you're driving around in the Hill Country in your pick-em-up truck, and uh, if you're in Northern Ireland, uh, perhaps in a little town named Castle Rock, um, then you're uh, sitting at the uh, having tea with my mom right now. So welcome to my Castle Rock, Northern Ireland listeners. Always good. I'm sure I have some old friends around the table with you. Mom, we miss you already. Hope you're enjoying your visit in Ireland. And uh, back in the studio here with Dennis McCandless, you can go to his website. He's running for school board, Fredericksburg Independent School District. His website is Dennis for FISD. Go check it out. Look it up. Early voting starts Monday, April 24th. That's two weeks from today, isn't it? Pretty close, yep. Two weeks from today. So let's talk about um, let's talk about the um, one of the things we uh, talked about during the break. There was uh, the need for leadership. You know, there is a, a city council election in uh, Kerrville going on right now, and one of the candidates is being harassed because he won't just go along with everything everybody says. In fact, they're calling him a, 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 a I don't know if troublemaker or whatever. Because he doesn't just rubber stamp everything the board says or the mayor or the city manager. Let's apply this now to the school board. How would you, if, if you end up being the lone uh, uh, good guy on the school board, and <laughs> okay, I don't think you case. will be, but uh, how, how, do you, how do you deal with this? What kind of leadership uh, position do you take when uh, you might be in the minority on some of these issues? Sure. I think, I think first and foremost, it needs to be collaborative. I mean, we... We've got really good people on the board. Obviously, we come from different backgrounds, some of us different values. But, you know, for me, you know, I've, I've been in the oil and gas business 33 years. I've run companies. I, I know how to work with other folks um, to come to common solutions. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we need people who are going to stand up for the things they believe in uh, and represent the community that voted them in. I think part of the problem is this goes not only for local elections but for state and federal is that people get elected and they forget how they got here. And mm. And I think, you know, if you're going to be elected and then, um, you know, beholden to special interest or things that, you know, go against the community that, that voted you in, then you're in the wrong position. Uh, personally, I'm not taking this spot because I, I need to. I'm doing it because I want to. I feel like there's a personal need uh, in my heart, and I've prayed a lot about this, um, to, to, to take this role. I've talked to my wife, my amazing wife, um, and we've, we've really – you know, thought really hard about, you know, how can we make a difference in this community? And, you know, from my position and my resources and background, 
first and foremost, I'm a leader. I can make tough decisions around things that need to be decided on, but I also can be a strong advocate for students, teachers, and, and parents. Um, and I'm physically responsible with taxpayer dollars. I want to make the most of the dollars we have. Look, I mean, Robin Hood takes about 35 38% of the, every dollar that we put into uh, FISD property taxes and mm-hmm. shoves them out of the state to somebody else. That definitely has to be fixed. As a school board member, all, the only thing I can do, and you can do the same as a voter, is lobby your state legislature, legislators um, like Troxclair and Flores to, um, to try to change that. And I'm all for anything that can help us get more of the dollars back in Gillespie County. But what I can do as a school board member is make the most of the dollars that we do have for the maximum benefit of the child in the education process. Um, to me, we need leaders that are willing to stand up and fight for that, but also fight for transparency and respect to the parents. They need a seat at the table. They need to be heard. Um, and then kids need to be protected. You know, we have kids in the school, and when I talk about protection, you know, we had the, the thing in Uvalde, which was horrible, um, but we had th- things going on in Nashville. I mean, those things are not going away, and we need to look at the schools and make sure they're hardened enough that we can protect these kids, but also from uh, emotional and mental harm. There's things coming at them from all different directions, as we know and we see across this country, and some of that's in FISD, and that's got to stop. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we need people who are going to represent the community and stand up for the values that they profess in getting elected and not just take up a seat in, the, in a chair uh, and vote along just be, with a status quo. I am not part of the status quo. I'm here to make a difference, but I'll work with anybody, and I have that ability um, to, to come to a common solution. I'm here to provide solutions. I'm not here to just talk about problems. Yeah, I love hearing you talk about that, Dennis. Um, Unfortunately, I think a lot of times, not always, certainly not always, but leadership really um, looks a little bit intellectually lazy sometimes, especially in these local um, positions of service where you're not getting compensated necessarily, right? right? right. And so it is going to take a lot. Um, from you it's going to take uh, time to really research the issues and so when i hear you talking about fighting for that's not necessarily um you're not going to ha- draw the sword for it you're going to just stand up and do the work intellectually that you need to be doing such as what is going on at the state right. level how can we get our legislators to help us at this level um and then look at the issues and um listen to Listen, really look at what's going on in our communities. Yes. I think, I think leadership always starts with asking questions. Yes. Right? I mean, you have to have the tenacity to, to explore, to be curious, to want to understand beyond what's put in front of you and ask the hard questions. And, and I think that's, that's part of a good leader. Yep. I think, I think you're right. I love seeing adults in the room dialogue. Right. <laughs> wow. What a, what a concept, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, or get together and um, share information and really be open because there's lots of information, I think, out there that some of our school board um, trustees never see. And all of a sudden they show up at a school board meeting and they're making big decisions. Yes. Yes, and in and the common the common sense conversation needs to take place as well, yes. right? Yes. I think sometimes the conversation doesn't happen at all, and I think sometimes it happens, and it's not a common sense conversation. That's really what needs to be brought to bear. Mm-hmm. And we can do that in Fredericksburg. Yes. I, I told someone the other day. I said, "We are the size of our community, the size of the Kerrville community, for that matter, is something that's manageable." Yes. We mm-hmm. aren't in Harris County. 
Right. Okay, where I look at it and go, I wouldn't even know well, where to and start. A, and it's a wonderful community. Yes, I mean, it the, is. The people in this town love this community. We've all come here for, I think, similar reasons, right? I mean, it's a small, quaint town. There yes. aren't that many places in the entire country that are like Fredericksburg. And um, it's just a, it's a joy to live here. I think the people who, who do get involved care from the heart they're not doing it for right. the wrong reasons they're doing it because they want to participate in the process like myself um but they want to make a difference for the betterment of the mm -hmm. kids and the community of, the, mm -hmm. of this uh, town and, and I, I just i really really like that yep and i i love being ahead of a problem yes. versus being on a big defensive issue like like i said harris county i mean the state's having to take over their education system right i mean you do not want to get there yes mm-hmm so one of the uh, big issues uh, that has uh, that has gotten, I know, Tara and Tracy and so many people engaged, and I think maybe even you and your wife engaged, was when we had this discovery a little over a year ago about some of the materials right. that were ending up in our um, middle school, elementary, middle school, and high school libraries. And I know that motivated a lot of people to get engaged we took a few steps forward on that and now it seems like tara tells me we're just walking backwards um on this issue and i i don't even know if we need to ask this question you've laid it out you're a good conservative christian man you believe in family values so go, where do you stand on these books well, Let's, I, yeah i mean for me it goes back to the purpose of the education system which is to educate, and it's not to, you know, push political activism or certainly sexual indoctrination in front of these kids. I mean, there's an agenda by folks, um, you know, in this country to push these things. And I think as a school board member, we have to make good objective decisions around what's acceptable and what's not. But it has to sort of pass the, what I call the ho-ho test, and that there needs to be structure around how we vet these books. Right now, I look at the committees that are involved with, with uh, vetting these books, and I don't think they're doing a great job. You know, I think that's evidenced by the, um, the books that are getting back on the shelves. You know, a lot of these books are not acceptable, not only for kids at taxpayer expense. If I can't, if I can't or you can't put it through the FCC to put on the radio or the 6 o'clock news or even the Fredericksburg Standard, it doesn't belong in an in a elementary, middle school, or high school library for some kid, especially at the taxpayer's ex expense. If parents want to provide those type of materials for their child, go on Amazon and buy it for your child. That's but right. For a taxpayer to have to pay for it, when again it doesn't pass FCC or anybody else's moral, you know, ho ho test, it doesn't belong in the schools. That's I love I hearing at. you say that, Dennis, because I think we forget um, as voters out there that we don't. Oh, I, I hear people. I don't have kids in the school system right. or whatever. I mean, like they don't have some personal best. In, they do have a vested interest. They're a taxpayer. Yes. They're they're funding the school system. They're funding the resources that are there, and they need to decide if that's if. I mean, I know most people that I know, especially in the Fredericksburg or even in the Hill Country area, that's not acceptable. Yes. And we're not talking about banning or you know no. getting rid of books or anything like that. Nope. We're talking about making you know common sense decisions around what's appropriate for kids. And I can tell you, a lot of these sexually oriented books are not appropriate for kids. Yeah. And and um and we need to make, you know, common sense uh, decisions yes. around them. Let me ask you a quick question here. We'll go a little over time because it happens to be a pretty big topic this year. The Republican Party platform um, uh, calls for school choice, for there to be some kind of 
program for uh, I guess the idea is that the money follows the student right. and not the uh, school. I know in my wife's business working with folks with developmental disabilities, the money follows that the the human being. Um, and, and that is just part of that structure. And she, you know, you, I talked with her about it and she goes, well, yeah, it only makes sense that the money follow the, the person who's, who's going to benefit from it. And so school choice is, uh, one of those things that is up right now. It may have been killed. Um, I'm thinking it is completely dead uh, from the decision made in the House last week, but there are pathways for it to be revived. Uh, I'm going to have more uh, information on that for you tomorrow. But, Dennis, where do you stand on this the idea of school choice? Well, I'm, I'm actually for school choice. And, and the reason being, again, I come back from a, I come at you from a, a, you know, a business background and, you know, Free market competition works. Um, the public school system has been a monopoly in the education of five and a half million kids in the state of Texas alone. And, you know, we're seeing a, a system where we continue to throw dollars at it. Um, I think last year we threw $72 billion um, at the schools, the public schools alone in the state. And we look at the test scores and the results, and they're, they're not great. I mean, you know, we need an education system that works. And if parents can make a decision and be empowered to make decisions as to what's best for their child, and if they choose that's either homeschooling or private schooling or public schooling, then they have to have that abil- ability. And, and I think as a school board member, you know, I look at it and I say, well, you know, my job as a school board member, if school choice were to come to bear, is my job is to make sure that the public schools can compete in that arena with private and homeschooling. Um, that's my job. And, again, I look at free market competition, and free market competition, as we've seen across this country's history, works to provide better services and products. And you look at the education system, we provide a service. We provide a service to Gillespie County and the students of this community to, to educate them, to have them uh, allowed to have opportunities when they graduate from high school. And if we're not doing that to the best of our ability and the, and the alternatives allow that, then we need to step up our game, and that's that's how I sit on it. Now, I will say that there's a lot of hay to be, um, you know, sort of had on on the school board issue. There's a lot of uh, sort of devils in the details that need to be flushed out, and so I'm not for if school boards are are going to be or, or the school choice, choice. issue is going to allow for government intervention in the private and, and homeschooling realms. I don't I don't agree with that. I think that's part of the problem as to why we are where we are. But if it is on face value, giving parents alternatives for their children, I'm all for it. I think that's amazing because if your kid is, um, if you want to keep your kid in the public school system, and I think most people do. Yes. I'll be honest with you. I think most people do. Um, that gives them the leverage that they need to make sure that their kid is getting. It empowers the parents. Exactly. It's huge. And we've seen that over and over um, that that leverage makes a difference okay then that goes back to free market but i just want to like you said i want parents to feel empowered like they have some leverage here and they don't i i i think a lot of people think that they don't have any um recourse this is the best i can do kind of thing yes Mm. so we need to go into a quick commercial but uh you know i think it's very important that we tell people who are concerned about school choice um, if you like your school, you can keep your school. 
If you like your school, yes. you can keep your school. Right. So there you go. Don't be concerned if you think your public schools are great. You get to keep your public schools. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. We are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. We have Dennis McCandless, uh, candidate for Fredericksburg Independent School District Board of Trustees. I'm learning that word um, so I can. It just sounds so fancy. Um, so, um, Dennis, um, Angela, you had some comments. I know that Moms for Liberty, and you do not speak for them. Um, that you're, but you do, you can speak for the Fredericksburg Tea Party, but did, you did get some notification from Tara with Moms for Liberty. Yes, because that, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, Fredericksburg Tea Party has um, partnered with Moms for Liberty mm-hmm. over all of the education issues. Tara Pesh and Fredericksburg has done an amazing job of organizing and following. You know what is what is going on at um, FISD in the schools, and so um, both Moms for Liberty and the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Um, emailed questionnaires to all of the candidates and as of this morning uh fredericksburg tea party received uh a question the the completed questionnaire back from only one candidate and that is who is here today dennis Dennis. McCandless. (laughs) and um we so so appreciate that i spoke with here thank you so much um i haven't even received um any any response from the other candidates and that's um it's very disappointing. It was very disappointing. Um, I know Moms for Liberty also got the the uh, questionnaire out to you guys, and yes. and you're the only one that responded to that. And the reason why I bring that up is because we are probably the two most conservative organizations in the Hill Country, along with uh, some of our Kerr County um, friends over here and Lano Tea Party. But when it comes to Fredericksburg, we're the... We're the two most conservative organizations, and we really strive to um, to to champion family and hill country values. Listen, the heart of the Fredericksburg Tea Party is faith and family. And when we get a questionnaire completed back from a candidate, that's who we're going to recommend and highly recommend. In fact, if I don't receive anything back from the other candidates, it's it's going to be impossible for me to recommend anyone else, even though there are two seats. So um, with that said, uh, Dennis will be at the Fredericksburg Tea Party yes. meeting on Thursday night. That, again, is going to be uh, Terry Schilling will be there with the American Principles Project. It's all about the family. It's all about um, pro-family issues when it comes to the elections. Dennis will be there. If you haven't met Dennis yet, come out to the Tea Party meeting. It's a lot of fun, as you know, Dennis, oh, right? Yeah. Um, dinner, lots of people. We expect 
couple of hundred people that night. And you'll be there with all of your signs. That's right. And I know you'll be ready to talk to people. So if you haven't met Dennis, this is the perfect opportunity to do that. Now, you'll be at Moms for Liberty tonight also, correct? That's, that's correct. Excellent. All right. you got. I'm going to give you one minute, and I'm looking at the clock here. Okay. All right. So, shoot, Dennis, well, you got so, one minute. Yeah, so I'd like to wrap up. So I, I, I think when I look at myself against the other candidates, I'm – I'm 100% for protecting these kids, and I, I have five kids of my own um, between my li- wife and I, and I know how important that is. But what I want to do as a candidate and hopefully as an elected official is bring the conversation back to mainstream in Gillespie County around protecting these kids, providing parents with the transparency, transparency and respect that they need, and maximizing the amount of money that we have in the school district for the benefit of the, of the child and, and their education. Um, I come from a a background of corporate America. I know how to make decisions, and I'll be a strong advocate for parents, teachers, and and kids. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we need people who are going to stand up for these children, and we need parents who are going to – people are going to stand up for the parents and uh, try to make a difference for the good of of the community. That's that's who I am. There you go. Man, you you had like seven seconds left. We'll we'll (laughs) reserve – We'll reserve them for next time. In the last minute I have here, folks, I will be up at Austin. I'm still uh, looking for people to get engaged with me. We have been, I think I have been one, no, I can take it back, two Tuesdays this year where no one has joined me up at the Capitol. Um, But all the other Tuesdays, people have come, unfortunately and sadly, very few of them from the Hill Country. I have been working with people from all over the state. Would love to see some of my Hill Country people up there. There are some who go, um, and uh, but we'd love to get some more of you up there. I'll be there tomorrow. We've got the Education Committee in the House, which is a really big deal tomorrow. There's going to be parental rights, all kinds of stuff. You can actually sign in on TLO and um, leave your statements for these bills if you want to. Um, But if you want to go to the Capitol and join me in fighting for those tomorrow, then I will be up there Wednesday at the Capitol. Is going to be um, in the House as well as some stuff going on. Let's see. Wednesday is Transportation Day as well as border, border, border Security Day, day. State Affairs. Yep. Wednesday, State Affairs, Border Security. We need people there. We need people there. Thursday um, is also going to be, there's some big election bills being heard in the House on Thursday. So meet us up there. Join me tomorrow. And um, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. She always brings the truth. And um, we'll see y'all manana.